It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. Max, stop before we get a copyright strike. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome into the PHNX Rising Podcast. We are coming to you right after a well-deserved rise. Ooh, let's go. Press box is a fun place tonight, <laughs> apparently. There's quite a few people up here. Let's go. We're coming to you right after a well-deserved rising win after they defeat Greenville Triumph 1-0 in the U.S. Open Cup. My name is Max Simpson, and I'm joined by a man who he almost looks as dapper as I do, Mr. Owen Evans. How you doing, buddy? Max, what's it like in the cave of darkness? We haven't seen you in there for a while. Have you managed to afford some lighting for that room? Lately? Hello, darkness, my old friend. I will have you know it gets like 2% lighter every single time I am here. Um, yeah, it is, it's weird being here, especially on uh, during a home postgame. Um, yeah, um, Edward, um, o- OMG, my volume was way too high and was not prepared for that. For what it's worth, people say my volume is too high when I'm in person. But again, that's why I'm named Max and not I think, Min, I my think he meant the intro, Max. I think he meant the intro. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, uh, Damon says Max looks warm. I am quite toasty. Um, yes, appreciate everyone tuning in um just for clarification was not at the game because it's the first night of passover so for those who celebrate heck yes but i'm excited to be joining you guys here i'm excited to join my friend owen because we have a lot to discuss um it was quite the match um one that you know for a one zero game there was a lot of promise that suggests the scoreline could have been one zero in a better sense for rising and in other ways it was a nervy 1-0 match. Owen, oh, what's your takeaway from what we just watched? I think what we saw was Phoenix Rising beating a team that, let, let's start off the bat, Phoenix Rising beat a team they should beat today. Um, they, they they should beat Greenville Triumph. They're a League One side. Look, I know they know walk in the park. It's not like people like New Mexico who draw and you know teams are amateur teams and they they put six on them and it's it's not like Sacramento getting dragged into extra time by Crossfire Redmond you know it's more difficult dear than gosh. that dear, but dear god what what Phoenix Rising should yeah yeah, yeah ultimately yeah. Phoenix Rising should have won this game yeah. they did win this game um so in, in a lot of ways they've only really met expectations um it can be hard though sometimes to really glean too much from games like this these kind of cup games because the way we've been looking at a lot of the matches has been, let's see improvement. Let's see some kind of improvement over the last game. And the result-wise today is an improvement? Yes. Performance-wise? Yes. Are they playing a much weaker team? Yes. Are they doing so with a quite rotated squad? 
Yes. And so just kind of mapping those things out, it's, it's a little bit more difficult maybe to break down than it will be on Sunday than it was last Saturday to really get into the nitty gritty of quite what it is that Phoenix Rising did today. But hey, a win's a win. Puts their name in the hat for the next round. There we go. 100% yes. And the match winner, the lone goal in this match scored in the 21st minute by Mr. Carlos Harvey. And, you know, to your point on the heavily rotated squad, you know, it was interesting, put out something a bit early in the day, how, you know, usually for these matches, it's not exact science, but you're thinking somewhere in the neighborhood of, oh, maybe like five to six changes, keep some continuity, but also you're not going to probably heavy, heavily rotate your side too, too much just because you don't want to completely um, disrupt things and keep the momentum going for the USL championship games. And boy, was I wrong on that because rising only kept three starters from Saturday night's draw against San Diego loyal. That was when Mayor um, in, um, in defense and Carlos Harvey in mid in the center of the midfield and Emil Cuejo, um in that half space. So only three starters remain starters for tonight. Yet we did have um, plenty of features in the second half from starters during Saturday's match, the likes of all coming on the second half, Kevin Lambert, Daniel Crutzen, Uzo, Gary Torres, uh, Fetty Varela, lots of uh, different continuity there. I like a lot of the combinations. I think we had um, a lot of different players shining through in ways that, you know, guys like a Jackson Conway, people that we didn't, um, you don't necessarily see a lot of, kind of got their shine tonight. And I think there are moments where some players really had some, I don't know, it, maybe it kind of resets the balance for uh, some playing time here and there, but a good route for guys who don't always get that spotlight to shine. Yeah, so that's an interesting one. Uh, one brought it up in the post-game press when we were talking about how, look, that the rotation shows how close this squad can be at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Daniel King, a guy who ultimately, you know, missed out on the 18 on the weekend. By the sound of things, now that, that was by choice. It wasn't injury. Um, it was by choice he missed that when he comes in today and puts a shift in today. But the tough one was when this team gets back to full fitness, you're going to see a team that's very hard to pick those 18s week by week. That Even by this weekend, even looking at Birmingham Legion away, it's going to be difficult for him to try and pick apart what 18 is it that he exactly wants to bring over to play in Alabama when it's going to be a very tough game over there. I, I, I'm intrigued though, Max. I mean, you're saying you think maybe there was some bits in there that Maybe reevaluates how you look at Buell's playing time. Um, I'm intrigued from you watching it along at home. Who really stood out to you, I guess, as someone who who you'd say that applied to? Yeah, of course. And, you know, it's a uh, it's low hanging fruit because we you know had him on our show um, last week. And I think, honestly, even in the brief moments, he's not getting a lot of touches on ball. But even just his movement, he even said himself his physicality that it brings it is Jackson Conway. And I really like how the movement that he brings is just, he's a big body, so you like that from a number nine, but just a very different profile that we've already mentioned from Manuel Arteaga. And to me, on the broadcast, he's someone where every single time the ball was fed through there, instead of the hold-up motion that you see from Manuel Arteaga, which is is very valuable, Jackson Conway is a bit more of, I'm going to make runs off the shoulder, I'm going to do a bit more off-the-ball runs, and just keeping the defense honest in a different way. And like we said, you have to caveat it with the competition that you're playing, but that's something, the movements that he was doing, I really think that translates to no matter who you're playing. So again, this is not me saying, you know, Manuel Arteaga, he bagged a brace. Uh, This is not saying, hey, I'm looking for Jackson Conway go in, take that spotting spot. But we've only seen him play 
a 10 minute spurt here, uh, getting inserted into the 90th minute or so um, against loyal. Like I just think stuff like that, especially in a game where you're either trailing or pushing for a goal, give him a bit more run of form because it seems like when he's involved, he's able to make a difference, um, even putting some pressure on the defense. Absolutely. But this is where perhaps you get into some of the, the problems um, with this is that at the same time, you mentioned the competition, Manuel Artiaga getting a brace on the weekend. You want him to get into a good run of form as well, yeah. to take that brace and turn it into something that he's repeating frequently and week after week after week after week. And so you kind of have to let him still hang on to that for a little bit now, especially since he's got the start in it in terms of actually getting those goals in the one game. Um, I, I mean, the, Patrick Rakowski did make a great save late on. Um, does have to be mentioned, I think, though. Yeah, it, it's interesting, though, seeing some of the different comments in here. People big on Patrick Rakowski. Yeah. Uh, Pat Moses saying still waiting for that magic from Varela. Actually, an interesting one there. I'm maybe a little teensy bit concerned about how he finished the game injury-wise and not really something you want to see. Um, risk to him. No, no real idea at this stage what was up, what could have gone wrong what what it could really mean uh but still you don't want to see it rising of struggle with enough injury issues early in the season Seriously, is. Yeah. you don't want to add to that list uh also a comment here that quasha didn't do it for uh, adrian today in the chat mm. that's intriguing um juan very defensive of quasha in the post game uh talking about he's, he's kind of guy he's everywhere he does so much uh in involved in the build-up so much that he does on the team um yeah, I, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. What do you think there? Uh, any update on Har- Harvey? Michael says it. No, no. I mean, he's a goal scorer. That's my update for you. Well, and at that point, I mean, right, that's a nice transition. He, you know, we have to name someone who is the player of the game. The team named him the man of the match. It's only fitting. We kind of doubled down. Name him as our player of the game. It is, in fact, the one, the only. Mr. Carlos Harvey, um, you know, had a, had one goal, um, really was all over the place, 95% passing accuracy, two tackles. I'm really just, I mean, right, we, we say it time and time again every week. This guy just is a class above what you see going on um, on the pitch. And it's just, it's just something where even an open cup match, the goal that he scored, you know, call it a um, a shot, call it a what that was from Babu, but hey, he puts it in the right spot. And you're kind of within a crowded space. I don't, uh, I don't think it was a home. shot. I don't think it was a shot. I think it was a cross. That's fair. Regard, hey, but that's the beauty is regardless what, whether it is or not, he's putting out a back post. It's a dangerous area. Carlos Javi doing what he does, being that, in, that, that that's instinct. Like, don't get me wrong. Yes, it was from a short distance. He heads it in. You know, it's difficult. Yeah, but he, he gets himself in the right position. That is a veteran instinct to where – you know, that's not as much of a gimme as people might think it is. So, you know, kudos to him. I think he had a great game. I think going off some of the things that the chat's saying, Rakowski, 100%, like, especially that, I mean, and it's not just the, um, just the save at the end, which is like, oh my gosh, holding my breath on the broadcast. I'm like, are you kidding me? Especially when they showed the replay, like that was absolutely nerving. You're looking at this. I'm like, we're looking at another half hour, at least if that goes in. So, um, you know, props to him, especially he had some moments where kind of came off his line a bit, especially with uh, some of those aerial d- challenges of, uh, you know, you missed that and it could have been very worse. But I do like that. It's a bit of it's a bit different, you know, good and bad in ways from where you see from Rocco, where Rakovsky is 
I would say much more aggressive in those challenges. And especially in games like this, it can hurt you, it can cost you, but it can also really help set the tempo, especially with some of these teams who, especially towards the end, Triumph is throwing everything you got. You kind of want a guy who's able to command the space like that. Absolutely, absolutely. Actually, I'm going to hop back because I forgot to point something out here as Michael's talking. Sorry, he was talking earlier about the yeah. the stuff about Harvey. Um, he, he actually came out uh, to do the post-game interview, so hmm. I... <laughs> I don't yeah. think there's anything really to note. Um, look, yeah, I think it's also I, it's also right, a good number of minutes. They've got another game yeah. on the weekend. I was just about to say he played. He played a yeah. The, the guy has been heavily featured in, in matches, and you trot him out for a good half plus during an open cup match. Like yeah, let him. I, I didn't read anything into that. No, yeah. no. Um, yeah. One other thing I would note in there though, there was a talk from uh, Juan as well afterwards about seeing Cruz in, in the. Kind of as a defensive midfielder. Yeah, it was interesting. I was kind of filling in that kind of role, and he thought that he did a pretty capable job. And so it does open up another option for the team. Should they need it depth-wise, it's something that they can look at. The fact that he's able to play in that kind of a role um, is something else that they're looking to, to do there. Absolutely. No, it's uh, definitely a bit of interesting combinations. Um you know, it's, it'll be interesting, right? This will be a talking point. I know we'll get into it probably Friday a bit further when we do a further dive of this as well as um, previewing Birmingham Legion. Um, but yeah, it'll be very interesting how you are rotating in um, players and really how you balance these minutes, especially with, I mean, you're now looking at a schedule where by the time Sunday hits, that's three matches in eight days and how you balance all that. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult. Now, actually on that, should we talk a little bit of a, an update actually on Danny Trejo? Let's do it. Yes, I was going to say, because I recall, right. you know, we were thought he was going to be available for this match. We did. We did. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he was not. Um, mm. Look, Juan described him in the postgame press as being pretty much 90% there. Um, and the thought is, is that they didn't want to risk him today. So Sunday now, I know we said this about today, but Sunday... We'll, we'll see him back. Um, but yes, at 90%, they, they didn't want to want to risk him going into a game like this. So, yeah. Smart. Nope, that makes sense. Uh, it's de- definitely a game like this. Definitely a, I think, something that was a pretty open-ended affair at times. And yeah, uh, especially with a, a type of injury like that, you don't want to risk what you can. But hey, let's, uh, you know, I know we kind of <clears throat> shot shot into a cannon in this, but let's get into the numbers just a bit touching on uh, some of the stats from this match. Like we mentioned, it's a 1-0 game. Um, kind of just backing up what we're saying, right? This is a heavily dominated possession by Rising. Um, certainly... Greenville had their chances, right? But it was very heavily favored in Rising's category, 17 to 9 in the discrepancy of shots, shots on target, 5 to 4. And really, a lot of those four from Greenville Triumph were coming in the second half, even in the waning minutes. Uh, it was definitely a bit nervy. And the one thing, though, I do want to mention that to kind of help illustrate this is even though the shots on target were 5 to 4, if you're looking at um, expected goals, Phoenix Rising, 1.55, Greenville Triumph, 0.46 so the stats are saying that rising and we saw this they really had their opportunities to bury the chances even further and we talk about how greenville triumph had a couple uh ner- you know gave rising some nervy moments especially in the dying minutes of this match rising should have put this to bed pretty i would say like at least one or two clear-cut chances right and that's something that actually juan said um it was a question right at the very end of the presser today mm-hmm. and it was when you know, what is it that you take away from this that, that needs to be better? What's the thing that needs to improve? And what he said was, look, 
we're coming out, we're getting nigh on 70% possession. We're making 600 passes in a game. If we're being that dominant, we need, need to be more uh, clinical in front of goal. We need to be seriously threatening their goal more often. And those goals need to come. Um, Today, I feel like there was a lot of watching a team that you look at and say, yeah, yeah, rising of the better team. Yeah, yeah. But it's always, 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 always tempered by the fear that when it's only 1-0, it doesn't take much. No. It really doesn't take much. One little misplaced pass out of the back is all it takes, and it's one all. I, so I, much of that game, yeah. I think, after the Harvey goal goes in, the immediate pressure of you've got to find the net goes away, but the new pressure then becomes you've got to get that second because you. I think if Rising make it 2-0 at any point, the likelihood that Greenville Triumph come back is is very, very slim. Agreed. But they had to try and get that second. Agreed. They, they still managed to get through at 1-0, but as we saw at the very end, it was a bit closer maybe than, than we'd have liked to see. Well, and I completely agree that I think a second goal in this match definitely helps take the pressure off. Yet, I mean, I think the interesting thing is, look what happened on Sunday, or excuse me, on Saturday, where we had a 2-0 lead. Now, granted... It's a completely different team. I get that Loyal is a much more high caliber side than Greenville Trath. I'm not going to take any way, anything away from either club. But it's also like, this is something we've seen where you, when you have a position of a lead, whether it's 1-0, 2-0, yes, you don't want to go completely all out attack, but you need to keep putting the pressure on. I'm seeing Adrian's point in the chat. He's asking, why did we absorb so much pressure in the second half? It's something that, you know, it's that balance of you want to be able to close out the win, but you can't just be satisfied with we're going to get a goal or two goal advantage and then maybe ping it around, dictate pressure. You need to be on the front foot. And I think that's something where we've seen before rising doesn't want to go for the knockout punch. And you have to be, I would say a bit ruthless, not just in finishing your chances, but also how you're keeping that ball. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's times where I think that Rising just, they're, they're not quite joined up enough necessarily in the attack at times. Um, even when they do get it up there, they're not quite joined up enough. And that can come with time, especially when you've had quite the overhaul that Phoenix Rising have had. But the problem is, Rising started off with something of a trial by fire. You've got Charleston Battery, who have upset Tampa Bay Rowdies, but quite a ha- nice margin there of three goals. Then you've had San Diego loyal, a team that we're expecting to be among the top teams in the Western conference. They're about to go now away to Birmingham Legion, which is a team that is appears to be walking over the Eastern conference, pretty much walking all over their opponents over there. So it's not been easy given that that chemistry needs to come so quickly because the results don't always look so good. Yep on paper when you're sitting at the bottom of the table, even if they're the toughest opponents you've got to start. 100%. And you got to be who's in front of you. You got to do it convincingly where you can. I am seeing Mikey's uh, chat in here. Any idea when the draw is tomorrow? Uh, so that is going to be at 6 p.m. Eastern. The, the man literally beat no, me No, not 3.30 here. Sorry, 6.30 Eastern. This man literally beat me too. Yep. Yep. I, I, I've also, I've also seen six, but yes, yeah, I've seen six, but yes, uh, yes on the Eastern time. So it's going to be three 30 here. Um, it is on the ble- the BR app, if I'm not mistaken, but either way, we are going to be and setting YouTube. 
yes, we're going to be following follow at PHNX underscore underscore rising, of course, for the updates, analysis, all that stuff. And again, we will be recapping um, that draw and kind of what that means for the club on Friday's show. What's that? Max, have they released the groups yet for the draw? Who who do you want to see them draw in the next round? Let's be real. Knowing that Mm. there will be some degree of geographic um, limitations to all of this. Because I'm I'm intrigued. I would not mind seeing. I mean, honestly, I I'm I'm of the mindset. It's I'd rather face the enemy I know than the enemy I don't know. I'd rather see someone that kind of bit of a rival. Really? I think so. Yeah. So you want to play San Diego? You want to play in New Mexico? I would. I would. I'd rather play. I would rather play someone that I'm at least familiar with personally. You know, it's very difficult to, to match up with match up with the team three times in a row. I'm not saying San Diego specifically, but even like a team that you know you're going to see multiple times a season. That's my take. I get others will disagree, but like I would rather have that familiarity at least with who I'm playing. Uh, I don't think so. There, I think it's <laughs> you want to change it up. You want to change it up. That's the joy of the cup playing because you don't play. Al- I mean, yeah. That's fair. A lot of people here want MLS by the sound. Um, Colorado Rapids, they got to be in the next one, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the poor old DNVR Rapids, our friends over there, will not oh. be at the end of it. Oh, boy. Taking happened. taking strays. Well, I mean, they can they can do what they will out there in Colorado and in Denver. I'm sure they're going to have we a good time. Uh, Michael, Michael, LAFC won MLS last year and eight teams get a bye. Uh, uh, Bendi- in the third round, my friend. Bandito's Bluebird must have had too many beers tonight, uh, dollar beer no, night, because he said, never fan. trust a Spurs I, fan. I mean, very, look, at, look at this face. Very trustworthy guy. Um, yes, Damon, San, San Diego one more Hailstorm? time. That's what I'm saying, Hailstorm, man. Michael says. No, no, Northern Colorado Hailstorm. Oh, boy. I'd take the Hailstorm. I'm about it. I'm about it. Yeah. They upset the switch. They cup set the switchbacks. Let's go. Well, hey, we know whether it's anyone in uh, in Colorado or elsewhere, we am sure it's going to be a good time. We'll be reporting on that. And I'm sure it's going to be a good time because like us, we do have one thing in common with our friends there and really pretty much anywhere you go. And it's the fact that they have Circle K. That is darn right. They have Circle K. We have Circle K. We are excited that we are with Circle K doing some great things with them. You guys already know what I'm talking about. Um, all the great text to wins that we've been doing. Um, the fact that you guys already should be getting cool offers and freebies that are going on if you've already texted 31310 or PHNX to 31310, getting that free stuff. They're going to be doing more stuff with us. We uh, are going to be doing some cool content with Circle K. We just did a little uh, something something today that you'll be seeing soon. Very vague, but hey, you're going to see us in big places. That's all I'll say about that. But yes, grab your Polar Pops. They stay colder longer as it's heating up. Stock up all April long. They got beer. They got beer specials, energy drink specials, everything like that. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator. That is circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. And while you are at our friends at Circle K, you know, I hear people like beer. I hear there was a lot of beer being drunk tonight. I was, I am looking in the comments and I am seeing copious amounts of all I can smell is beer. I need a real shower because I reek of beer. Dollar Beal and I really livened up section 109, all these different things. I absolutely love that. And if you like beer, like we like beer, head on over to our friends at Four Peaks. You can grab a Four Peaks ice store. Okay. You can grab Four Peaks, a lot of different places. So, Check them out. We like the good stuff they have. You know, we're always drinking the Suns Brew, the Kill Lifter, the Wow Weed, every the Hazy IPA, all of that. I have to good. grab a Wow when I get home. 
You might have might to grab, have a, grab wow. a wow. It's been it's been one of those nights, man. The night of the cup. Gotta gotta grab a wow. But we all we love all the great stuff going on. At Circle K. We just announced today, and we've been alluding to it that we are going live with our draft day live watch party at Four Peaks. The Cardinals have the third pick in the draft. It's a big day for that football team. Big day for our football team, but also that other football team, the American football. Hey, oh, uh, best place to take in this pivotal moment for you, Cardinals fans. And the rest of the NFL draft is on April 27th at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. And whether you're going for that, for brunch, for all the great things they have going on there, it's just a darn good time. They got good food. They got the good beers, all of that jazz. But you must be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks responsibly. Mr. Owen Evans, um, we talked a bit today about some of those top performers. We called out, you know, our player of the game, Carlos Harvey, Patrick Koski had a good game. Jackson Conway had a good game. Anyone else that you would like to highlight? Oh, good question. Um, I still like some of what we see from guys like Uzo off the bench. Um, again, I think off the bench, who's very much a, um, you know, he, he does what we saw in the last game that earned him a spot in the team of the week. You know, he's a guy who's going to run at the opposition. He's going to use his physicality and he's ultimately going to whip a ball in that looks pretty dangerous. So yeah. again, Uzo off the bench. I like it. Okay. I like that. Any, um, we talked a bit about this. If you have to, and I chat, please chime in as well on a scale of knowing the opponent, knowing the result, knowing how we played the changes that we created, the chances that we didn't hit on on a scale of one to 10, one being horrible, 10 being amazing. Can you please give me a number on how you would rate tonight's match? You asking the chat or me? I'm asking both of you. Are you first? I'll give them a seven. They got the job done. Wow. Okay. It wasn't too flashy, but they okay. got the job done. Okay. Um, okay. A lot of people here saying six. I think it's, it's somewhere in the six to seven range to me. Some fives. I, I'm, be, I'm being maybe more positive than some of our chat. Um, I don't think it was amazing. But it, I'm it seeing a couple of 6.9s. <laughs> Nice. There we go. That's it. They're just being precise. They're just being calculated people. No, I am. I'm seeing a lot of. I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing a lot of fives. The fives are harsh. I mean, I think. I think right. The losses, uh, you know, a little bit harsher. That brings the number down. The wins inflated a bit more. Um, I think it just feels good to win a match. And yes, regardless of the competition, but like this gives momentum. It just feels good to have. I think. I think the fact that you had so many good chances. It elevates it, but then, you know, they missed it a bit. I would say probably like, I'd say probably a six, I think sounds about fair to me. Maybe bordering on a seven, a 6.5 sounds about in there. Um, Yeah, but we'll we'll see how this goes. I still think the mood is positive and I think it sets the stage for Sunday's uh, match, but we'll see, man. It's a lot of good things uh, to look forward to there. Any, uh, Any performances that we didn't shine highlight on like, Perhaps, hey, what did we do now? I don't know. I don't know. I'm. You probably got the better advantage on that, Max. Is there anyone in particular you would have uh, picked up? That's a fair question. Um, I mean, you guys were saying um, Emmy Quasio. I don't. I personally like just disagree with that. And I think also maybe there's. I don't want to say tired legs, but like the guys featured very heavily in pretty much every match. Like if I'm not mistaken, 
Oh gosh, I'm not trying to remember off the top of my head, but has he not played full 90s in all three of the first matches? Something around those lines. I'm trying to. Yeah, if not, played full 90s, but he's played in every game. I was gonna say, if not, it seems like he's never featured heavily. But I'm not. Regardless whether that's here nor there, I don't think he had a necessarily a bad match. But you know, maybe it's not the wow performance. Whatever. Um, I really can't. I'm be hard pressed to find someone who had a quote unquote poor match, at least in my perspective. Um. I think, right, you kind of see the opponent who we're playing, and I think if you have a bad performance, it's just kind of a tough look, and no one really had that to me. So, again, overall good performance, I think, just needs to have a bit of clinical finishing, and I think that's – I can't even point to really one guy because this is something that across the board, right, you just got to finish your chances, you know, make it clinical, stretch that goal lead out, go from there. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, while we go from there, we want to go from there with our friends at OG's Brands. I want you guys to keep a look out. Tomorrow morning, we are going to be doing a very cool announcement tomorrow morning, uh, especially if you guys watch our Outside Shots with Eddie Johnson show. Check that out on the show, on socials across PHNX underscore sports. We have a very cool announcement coming from our friends at OG's Brands. If you know, you know. I mean, you don't know because we're going to be announcing it. But uh, for those who partake, you're going to really love this one, especially if you're, a fr- you're fans of what we're doing with OG's Brands, but is official. Um, you know, their Happy Balance gummies are live and on the shelves. Definitely something to indulge in after a raucous night such as this. As always, you can find them at your local dispensary by checking out ogsbrands.com. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. And about our announcement tomorrow, I mean, I'll get ahead of it. If you guys are fans of um, partaking in uh, the cannabis region or anything like that, check out budsapalooza.com. We're going to be doing some stuff at there with our friends at OG's Brands. Um, That is April 14th, so not this Friday, but next Friday. Um, Head on out. I'll be out there. It's going to be a great time. And like, even if you're not in that type of realm like they have it's food there's music there's um all different kinds of like fun prize and just like it's a great environment whether you like that type of scene or you don't it's just a fun time with just good people so we'll be out there coming out with us super good time again go to budsapalooza.com to check out that stuff and catch us out there and speaking of catching people out there you guys should uh, come hang out with our friends at Valley Tap Room. You know, my man Donald, always hooking us up, being good people. Uh, you know, like I said, we are always going to be doing some cool stuff with them. They have a pub crawl they're hosting this Saturday, the 8th, starting at noon, and then live music starting at 6. Again, there is no rising match then, so go on out. Uh, I know my man Saul is going to be out there, um, so hang out with him. Uh, if you go out to the pub crawl, Saul will buy you a beer. And if he asks, wait, what are you talking about? Tell him Max said you will. And well, you know, he can take that up with me at another time, but yeah, he'll do it. So Saul Bookman will buy you a beer. So go out to the pub crawl. So when you don't see Max on the show on Sunday, you know why. Yes. All right. Uh, but yes, uh, <laughs> go out to the pub crawl. If you're so intrigued, they check them out on the northeast corner of the two and two and Gilbert. Nice outdoor patio. A lot of different uh, wine selections. They do trivia Tuesdays, all different stuff. But again, pub crawl this Saturday and then music, live music. Check them out. Valley Tap Room. They are the people. All right, buddy. Um, well, that's a good segue from Valley Tap Room. We talked about dollar beer night. How was the uh, environment in the stadium on broadcast? Well, it's, it's- but South South End Max, was it's, rocking. It's pretty, yeah, yeah. The, the South End was enjoying themselves. They had a great yeah, time. But look, it's a were. cup game. It's a Wednesday. It's always going to be a relatively quiet night. Okay, so it, it's 
it, it was an odd return for Dollar Beer Nights, I'll say that much. It was, I feel like sure. the stadium as a whole sure. did not feel like the Dollar Beer Nights of old that we sure. used to see from back in 2019. Yeah. Again, you're not going to replicate that. You're just not going to on a cup game on a Wednesday when you're playing a League One team. Um, now, may, maybe we'd replicate that if we had <laughs> uh, Edward Cunningham in here wanting to... Yeah, a whole bag of OGs. I'm not sure. I cannot. That I is not enjoying. That. Res- Edward, that is not enjoying That's responsibly. Not enjoying responsibly. Now, now, the last part, getting gas, drinking beers, and doing, I can't say doing drugs to support the show, fellas, but uh, I like where you're going, Edward. We do appreciate you. I I, I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> but look, it, it was still, I know, the south end, when you get down there, there's beer being checked around. Guys are getting the tops off. You know what it's like. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good time. It's a good time. And when they're a dollar, they chuck those beers around. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We, whoa, whoa. we have Greg Berhalter in the chat, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, saying, Gara out. Okay, this is big. This is breaking news. Uh, former slash not former U.S. Men's National Team member Greg Berhalter is in our chat. He's already, ca- he already is causing controversy. Greg Berhalter, I'm going to assume you are now lobbying for this role. Um, this is unexpected development. What kind of a world are we living in? Wow, this is this is bonkers, absolutely bonkers. Oh, and I didn't know I mean to throw off your concentration. Go on, sir. <laughs> we got our first oh, get out of the season, which is clearly a joke, but it's man, it's flabbergasted. Um, <laughs> I, it's yeah. I mean, there's a part of me that almost is like Greg Berhalter. Hmm, I'm not sure I believe that, but then that's how I felt about the Twitter account when it popped up as well. It just popped out of absolute nowhere. Um, look, I, <laughs> I don't even remember where we were going with this, Max. You I don't know either, man. Turn this one off now. Jacob um, is probably but, swearing at us to land the plane. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, let's I let's have a quick run through yeah. Open Cup. Yeah, Open Cup let's today. That. Let's talk about some of the results that happened. If you want, I'll read us through. There were no upsets yesterday, but that was not the case today. Big cup There were Big some cup upsets vibes. today. Union Omaha 2, El Paso Locomotive 0. Dude, that Union Omaha doing the dang Tormenta. thing again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. winning 2-1 mm-hmm. against RGV. Tulsa Athletic. Anyone who's seen the field they had to play on today? Yeah, not great. No, uh, they you said, you said a one win over FC Tulsa. You said F- South Georgia Tormenta over RGV. Yes, two one. Look like, looks like they really tormented them. Am I right? Ayo. Right, moving on. Colorado <laughs> Springs switchbacks falling in extra yeah. time against Northern Colorado Hailstorm. That one finishing three mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Lalo Delgado in goal for Northern Colorado. Okay. Familiar face. For you rising fans. So uh, there we go. They actually got a late equalizer up there. 88th minute and then scored the two in extra time. What a game it was. Unfortunately, in some ways, for those of us cheering on the upset, Sacramento Republic getting a 5-4 win over Crossfire Redmond. However, Crossfire were winning 2-0 in that game. Then they were winning 3-2 in extra time. Sacramento go 4-3 up. Then it's 4-all. And then Sacramento winning. I, I mean, Five not four. just not just that. Just the I'm going to I'm going to go a, a very quick rapid fire on just how these goals were spaced out. Okay, Crossfire Redmond goals in the seventh and thirteenth minute. Sac Republic with goals in the eighty first and eighty fifth minute. We then go into extra time. Crossfire Redmond with a goal in the 93rd minute. Sac Republic equalizes in the 97th minute. Sac Republic takes the lead in the 105th minute. Crossfire Redmond 
then equalizes in the 111th minute, and then Sacramento Republic takes the resounding fifth goal in the 113th minute. This was absolutely insane. Like, you have a team holding on for the entire majority of the match, Sac Republic coming back to equalize in the last 10 minutes, and then just all hell breaks loose. Like, nuts. Gotta love the Open Cup. Gotta love it. Yeah. yeah. Would have been nicer if Crossfire had gone through, though. It's uh yeah we we all we all we all agree with that but I think uh you know I, I was I was hearing a bit of it on the broadcast and they were really talking about it of like it's all where we're thinking it's the beauty of the cup the fact that that result I mean granted if that would have hold would have sent wavelengths throughout the uh, the U.S. soccer community for those who who follow I mean a, a finalist in this competition last year could have been knocked out this early on so uh, you gotta love it man this is why we watch freaking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, draw tomorrow. Yeah, and the draw tomorrow, like I said, follow us at phnx underscore underscore rising. We'll have all the updates. Um, speaking of updates we guys have for you, make sure you guys are becoming a diehard. Appreciate those of you in the chat who are diehards. If you are interested, check out phnxlocker.com to grab your membership today. You receive exclusive content discounts on all events and merch that's 20% off all events 20% off all merch and access to our discord chat where you can talk shit to owen make fun of owen give him a hard time about his picks nothing about me of course i wouldn't warrant stuff like that but all kinds of good things that we got going on um so yeah make sure to sign up if you guys are so interested it's a lot of fun we appreciate your support um and also keep on the lookout by the way like not just for you know yes for diehards but also you know for uh people on our on our twitter phnx underscore underscore rising we're doing a lot of fun content especially around game day stuff uh getting creative getting creative with the folks so that's all i got buddy we have our show show on friday we have our show on friday that's gonna be at 6 p.m the normal time i know you guys are used to our thursday but like we're not three days in a row come on that's crazy this guy this guy's in a tie he looks nice i don't want to put in shambles so we're gonna get out of here uh go on friday um owen any any shout outs to the cup anything to the majesty of the cup you'd like to acknowledge before i sign us off no Fucking beautiful. All right. You can follow me at Max David Simpson on Twitter. I don't know why I just made the Italian sign for those who are watching, but you can follow me at Max David Simpson on Twitter. You can follow my guy at OJ Evans 18 on Twitter as well. Um, uh, I'm not going to even acknowledge Devin comment uh, because Harry Kane fan. All right. Anyway, let's get the heck out of here. Uh, you can follow us again at PH next underscore underscore rising on Twitter. Appreciate everyone joining uh, again. Phoenix rising wins. 1-0 against Greenville Triumph. They triumph over triumph. On that note, gotta love it. Let's get the heck out of here. We'll see you guys on Friday at 6 p.m. Goodbye. Have a good night.